Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, christened on Stark and Stormy Tuesday, married on a gray and grizzly Wednesday, took ill on a mild and mellow Thursday, grew worse on a bright and breezy Friday, died on a gray and glorious Saturday, buried on a baking, blistering Sunday. That was the end of Solomon Grundy. <laughs> presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I am your host, T. Sterling Watson, and this is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pushing play. And we're here for yet another glorious episode of the Indie Podcast, as I probably just announced and already said a few times already. It's been quite a few couple of weeks. Um, started a brand new job, so that's going pretty well. And like um, true uh, in dupe fashion, or at least in the blog, I never really spoke much about my job. Or at least, at least let me put it this way. The Indube blog started as a way for me to just write while I was at work. And I had an office job, so I really didn't have... Well, when I didn't have anything to do, I decided, you know what, I'm going to use this time to start blogging and start writing and stuff. But I would sometimes write about work, but not write like, um, I wouldn't name what my job was. So ever since then, anytime I wrote for the Indube, I would never mention the actual job. So whenever I worked at the insurance place, I always called it just the office. And then when I worked at, um, I can name it now because I no longer work there. But when, when I worked at Home Depot, not Home Depot, Walmart. I would just call it the Mart, so it wasn't like it was too difficult to figure out where it was I was working, but I don't know. It's just some kind of tradition I started with the blog, and I carried it over with the Lost Dial, so I'm going to keep it here with this new job that I have. Um, we'll, we'll call it a warehouse job, because it is a warehouse job, but what company is it? Eh, it's probably one of the largest companies you probably already heard of, and if you haven't heard of it, I don't know what to tell you. So... I've been I've been working this job now for the past two weeks. In fact, um, it's it's going really well. It, it's different. It's fun. It keeps me on my feet. It keeps me going all day long, and that really makes me uh, utilize the free time that I have now uh, because of this job. Because it takes so much time, and it's it's like it's November, so it, it's really seasonal now. So now I've got to really prioritize the things that I do. Mentioning all that because. I had a bunch of things I wanted to do for this episode, but I didn't quite have all those things ready. There was a lot of stuff having to do with uh, TV ratings and how they work, um, like all the numbers and all the, the figures. And I started doing research on a bunch of the shows that I already watch and the ones that don't watch. I've actually been making charts, if you will. I've been using spreadsheets and listing all the numbers down of like all the viewers of every show for each week. And it looks really technical and jargony and... Um, nerdy but then again if you're listening to this you kind of already know that i'm a nerd or a blurred basically but you know i'm, I'm into these kind of facts and figures and numbers and like oh my goodness this show's only got 16.7 million viewers how is that possible and i've actually kind of said that in my head regarding ncis or and its spinoffs this might sound like a little bit of shade maybe it is a little bit because i mean it's ncis 
and it's just not my it's not my kind of show. I'm happy for all those people that are on it, and it's been going on for a number of seasons. It's the new CSI. Good job putting people on TV. Whatever. Moving on. Um, within uh, researching TV ratings and starting these charts, which I've only started doing the last couple of days, and it's like really tedious. And I'm like, am I actually writing down the right numbers? Now I'm going to jump into tar and a little bit of this jargon now because there's the TV ratings and there's the um, the shares or the 18 to 49 share. And if you're listening to this, you probably fall in that bracket of 18 to 49, and that's your age because that's who uh, the people are marketing to. And like, I, I don't really want to get into this right now because I don't have all my research in front of me. I'm not prepared. So I'm going to stop now because I'm, I'm just about to take off and start babbling on this stuff. And, and, I, and I wanted to break it down so, so the average person can understand why it is that their favorite TV show keeps getting canceled. And I mean, it's, it's simply my answer to them is always the ratings, but I wanted to go a little further and explain why it's the ratings or how it happens. And even if you watched it relig religiously every single time it was on, it probably wouldn't matter unless you were a Nielsen family. And if you, and that kind of still goes on further into uh, a realm I didn't really want to get into because I don't have all those things in front of me. But hey, that's a nice, fun little teaser for a future episode. I'm not going to say it's going to be next week's episode, but it is a future episode I will discuss. Uh, along with that is also uh, the FCC, or the uh, they are the ones that are in charge whether or not you can like swear or show nudity on television. Not just television, but radio. Um, a, the letters uh, stand for federal something communication or a federal communication commission, I believe. Um, let me ask, uh, Google, go, go gadget phone. What does FCC stand for? Oh yes. Yeah, the federal Com communications commission. Sorry for the delay there. And yes, uh, that is the way I, I, uh, talk to my phone. Anyway, um, I did have some, I was doing a little research on that because of, uh, some questions that came up. I was curious about how, um, I don't know, just the way that they work. But uh, regarding, I guess, some other shows I've been watching, uh, including The Walking Dead, as I mentioned last episode, I've been getting into that show as much as I've been avoiding it, uh, especially, again, with The Lost Isle. I've always been like kind of poo-pooing against it and not watching it. But here I am uh, in the beginnings of season five. And sometimes even watching it like late at night against my better judgment because certain shows like that kind of like to mess with my subconscious or unconscious mind. And then I'll start um, having dreams of a whole bunch of walkers dying. And then don't don't let this happen where I watch uh, a whole marathon of The Walking Dead and then a whole marathon of um, Ghost Adventures. Because then what will happen is I'll dream about all the, the walkers dying and then... Ghost Adventures takes over, and I'm watching in night vision that all these walker spirits just start getting up and um, coming towards me. Like, you have to kill them again, or or re-re-kill them. I don't know, but it was kind of creepy, and um, I think I learned my lesson not to watch these things really late at night. And sometimes, not even late at night, sometimes I'll just watch these things on my day off, and then I'll just take a quick nap. And within that quick nap, and I'm literally, it's like a five-minute nap, but in that five minutes, it's like a whole hour. Like, you know, you've seen Inception, right? So you, you know how time kind of slows down in dream world? Yeah, that happens. Anyway, watching The Walking Dead, 
that's been getting pretty interesting. So I, I get it now. I get it why so many people are like, The Walking Dead is on. Don't talk to me or don't call me. Don't text me. What is your problem? Don't you know that the show is on right now? I get it. I understand. Not that I was bothering anybody because I understood because of Lost, for example. And I'm pretty sure it has been made the comparisons, but I do see the comparisons of, I mean, it's it's, it's an ensemble piece, um, people trying to survive, people making choices, sometimes the wrong choice, sometimes it's the right choice, but these choices end up being life or death. So I, I get it. I understand now. I understand. So yeah, with The Walking Dead, I'm trying to hurry up and finish that so I can try out some other shows. I want to go revisit uh, Doctor Who now that I had finished that one. Um, what are some other shows? Uh, Narcos on Netflix. I wanted to watch that. And uh, I'm basically just prepping and preparing for Jessica Jones. That's going to be starting on November 20th. And that is something that I will be doing a live tweet with a good uh, fellow tweeter of mine or tweeter friend of mine, uh, Geek Soul Brother. So we'll be doing a, a hosting a live tweet. So again, for those of you who are still not quite on Twitter, don't worry about it. And if you are and still not sure what a live tweet is, it's basically when a, just a, a big group of us. Usually it happens with a, like a live television show. But with this kind of live tweet, we'll set the time and date. And you just sign on Twitter and use the hashtag to follow along. As far as I know right now, the hashtag is going to be hashtag Jessica Jones. That may change. So make sure you're following us to to get that whatever the hashtag is so you can follow along with us so november 20th at 8 p.m eastern standard time we shall be watching jessica jones i'm gonna guess maybe the first two to three episodes possibly four i don't know if i'm gonna go with four because like i said i do have a new job and sadly i no longer have saturdays free because of this job so with that said, and again, it's seasonal time, so I can't really take work off. It's like, no, I can't work today because I got to watch my show. <sighs> Sigh and woe is me. But um, at least the first three episodes, I think that's what we're going to aim for. So you can live tweet with us and, and watch it together like a community. And we're all kind of discussing and, and experiencing the show together. Like, how can you do this? How can you just, why can't you just watch the show? Why do you need to tweet along? Because it's not that much fun. It's more fun watching it together in a community. And that's what we're going to do. So that will be November 20th at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. You can follow me at Indube. And you can follow Geek Soul Brother at Geek Soul Brother. So, yeah. That'll be on the 20th. And speaking of superheroes, um, female superheroes, female flying superheroes, there has also been uh, a new addition to the TV roster by the name of Supergirl. Now, this actually surprised me and impressed me more than I thought it would. And um, as of this point, we've seen two episodes, but I've actually have another uh, fellas feature. And um, yeah, we discuss uh, Supergirl and... Um, Whatever else that comes out um, comes about that. So, uh, so yeah, check out this this um then another edition or another. I need a word for it. I mean, it's called the fellas. So another uh, story, not story segment. That's the word I was looking for. Another segment of the fellas. But yeah, it premiered yesterday. Really? It, yeah, and um, from what I heard, a lot of people liked it. A lot yeah. of other people I, I communicate with. Um, 
it competes against Gotham. So I don't. Yeah, I don't see how that's possible. I don't know. I don't know who came up with that idea. I know it's a network thing because with DC they wouldn't pit their their properties against each other yeah. like Superman versus Batman. They do it in a movie, but they wouldn't yeah. put it like on TV if they had that kind of control. But as for the pilot, I thought it was actually all right because I'm not into Superman. I'm not into Supergirl. No. I don't care about them because they bore me. But this, well, they just put yeah, it on yeah, It might be an unpopular opinion, but I I'm bored by Superman. And it's just too plain, too regular. Um, but this was actually fairly interesting. Like, Supergirl. Supergirl. They Supergirl. made it interesting. They made it kind of fun. Um, I don't know. It, it fits in well with, I don't know if either of you have been watching The Flash. Or, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down with The Flash. It should yeah. be. It feels like a show that should be on that channel with really? with The Flash. And um, I think it's run by the same person. Like. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're all together. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible they might do some crossovers in the future, mm-hmm. which I would like to see. Then that would make me stick around. But as of right now, it, it's okay. They they keep referencing CBS. They got the Arrow. But the Arrow ain't no joke. I'm down with that. The yeah. Flash. Yeah. Those are on the CW though, so it's yeah. not on the same channel. Yeah, they're on CW. They're on on different nights. So Monday you got. Uh, if you got Netflix, you get the whole series. You do. You get the older ones though. You they got. They got the, the, the they got the new ones on of the Arrow on. on no, I'm saying whatever Arrow aired just this week, you have to wait till. Oh, next year. Yeah, next year. See. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's fine for you because you don't watch TV no. like exactly. <laughs> live anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, I would. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait for Supergirl then. Uh, Depends can, on how bad you want. I can to probably Hulu it. You can get there. Hulu, yeah, Hulu, you can do Hulu. Can, I can Hulu it. Yeah, you can Hulu it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't even heard about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That came out. Well, it premiered last night. Yeah. Uh, even Dane didn't know, and he he was uh actually sent me a tweet about it, and was like, "Well, when did that come out?" I'm like, "It's it's on right now. It's on at eight thirty, which was weird, because um that's weird for a show to do for an hour long show to be on eight thirty, right? And at nine thirty, but yeah, that's an odd time. But, but think, it's, it's football season too, and things revolve well, around football. Yeah, I think what happened was I think they were, CBS was trying to make it a really like nerdy superhero-y night because they started with the Big Bang Theory, so it's a show about nerds, nerds. Right. and then um, Supergirl, and then right after that they did a 90-minute uh, version of uh, Scorpion, which is about yeah, computer yeah, hackers, yeah. more nerds, nerds. So. superhero nerds. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it, it was a uh, pretty much a, 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 a nerdtastic kind of. It is a good show, yeah. yeah Scorpion. I, I watched it on occasion. I'm not a, a, a big follower of it now, but mm-hmm. like I checked it out. I was like, okay, it's a good show. If it's on, if nothing else on, I'll watch it. But oh, you should get into it, man. Oh yeah, I, I think, think it's good. good. I watched the first season, so I'm yeah. I'm definitely on board with it. It's just I don't I don't follow it like like I should. <laughs> it's yeah. too much. There's too much TV. That's that's why. There's so much on right now, dude. There there is, and that's I think. For the most part, that's why I don't watch so much because I I, I would channel surf bad and would miss everything, mm-hmm. you know. And then half of the stuff that's on there to me is just negative, you know. That's mm-hmm. pretty much why I like documentaries. True, true. That that's me. Bush Netflix has a lot of them. So. Oh yeah, huge documentaries. You can find just about. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. you got this running. Yeah. There's a a documentary that I watched the other night. It's called The Mysterious Monkeys Monkeys of Shangri La. Okay. Uh, All right. Touching, heartwarming, tear jerking. Um, th- these are some rare monkeys that only exist in the mountains of Shangri La. Hmm, okay. And and the, the compassion that they show will make you think about people, and how people should be. Hmm. I, I mean, like it's uh, two and a half hours long, and I was stuck, stuck, hmm. stuck. 
stuck and it was almost tear jerking just the story behind um, these monkeys you know and, and, the, and, and the risk that the guys that were filming them the, the risk that they took to get there mm -hmm. and then to follow them for three years wow yeah uh, and it's, it's crazy so you got that recorded so you should check it out <laughs> the mysterious monkeys of Shangri-La on Netflix. Okay. on Netflix. It's a documentary. Really? Yeah, man. And it's it's a, a beautiful story. Yeah. Just straight beautiful. And it's got nothing to do with man. It's all about, you know, animals. But just, just to look at them and watch them function as people, like people do. Mm. And showing compassion and care for one another, protecting one another, they're nurturing one another. Monkeys it's crazy. Gorillas, they're like mm. really intelligent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but these are different. These monkeys are different. They don't compete against one another. No, no, it's it's totally different. They're a total family, dude. Total, it's it's crazy, crazy. Uh, anyway, okay, super girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Laura, host of Louder Vision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creatives. On my podcast, I'm interviewing fellow artists trying to figure out how we can bring our creative vision to life without compromising our values, crushing our soul, and dying poor. Yep, that explains it. You can listen to the Louder Vision podcast on lauramioli.com and connect with me on Twitter at Loudervision. Hey everybody out there, I am so excited that the day is finally here. Verve House Collective has launched, we are finally home. Um, And I just hope that you are able to get out of Verve what I've put into it and what I've imagined it being for you. This place is for creatives, this place is for entrepreneurs and business owners, this place is for those who want to live life and live an awesome life with intention. So on the site, you'll find several resources to feed into each one of those things, no matter if you identify with one of those uh, categories or all of them or even none of them. You may find something that gives you a new perspective on whatever the topic is about. You can always email me at hello at vervehc.com or reach out to me on any of the social media platforms that are out there. And then holler at me, let me know what you think. Can't wait to hear from you. The Endu Podcast. Well, that wraps up yet another episode of the Endu Podcast. But before I close out completely, it is November. So with that, I do need to first uh, mention uh, or su- give my support and encouragement to all those NaNoWriMoers. NaNoWriMoites. It's National Novel Writing Month. So all of those people that are participating, um, such as uh, Courtney and Magdalena, there's like a handful of other people out there that I know that are writing. And I just want to encourage you to to continue to get those 50,000 words. Um, yeah, it's, it's something that happens every month or every year for those of you that aren't aware of NaNoWriMo. But um, it's a kind of a contest, but it's not really one that it, it, that's, you know, you get prizes for. I mean, other than being able to say, hey, look, I have a 50,000 uh, word novel ready to be published. Well, maybe not ready, but, you know, you have a, a document that's ready to be to have something done with it, to be read, perhaps, or at least that's my uh, my want out of these, uh, the people that I know at least. So they, once they finish, I'm like, Hey, can I take a read of what you wrote? And, uh, sometimes like, eh, no, okay. So whatever. But I just want to encourage all of those people out there that are writing, that are participating to continue to keep writing. Uh, you can support each other. Um, again, I've mentioned Courtney. She's been on the show a couple times now. She is a great advocate, a great coach, a great motivational, inspirational person. Um, I do speak with her. So she has been 
uh, very gung ho, very excited about this. And I, I do check in and, and her word count and she's going strong. She's, she's going great. So I encourage all of you to check in with her. Um, she can be a great source of motivation. Please check out once again, verbhousecollective.com. Uh, it's got great resources there for those of you who, who are participating in this. Um, so yeah, all of those people that are out there just write, write something every day. Even if you're not participating with uh, NaNoWriMo, just write something every day. For those, those are for those like other writers like myself. That's just, you know, writing to, to write, to get by. Uh, but yeah, um, like I said, that's pretty much it for this show. Again, if you want to reach out to me, I am pretty much always on Twitter. Um, and again, look out for Jessica Jones and a bunch of other live tweets that happen. Fringe Friday is still happening. Well, it won't be happening on November 20th because of Jessica Jones. So there's that. But, you know, I'm out there. I'm on Twitter. So look for me and the blog because I'll still be writing for the blog, even though I don't think I've written anything last week. doesn't matter. So without further ado, please, please remember that if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Master Sterling on Twitter at Indoob. I am not allowed. This is Bilford signing off, and this has been another 3SFX production. Use your words, Chief. Good boy.